0: Hey everybody, welcome to the World Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that this message blesses you, inspires you, and more than anything, helps you grow in your relationship with Jesus. For more information and resources, please visit us at worldharvestusa.com.
1: I've been traveling the nation since I was about 20, Uh, have ministered in 50 different countries. And just, you know, over the last five years, God really released us to begin to take teams uh, to do these mass crusades. And we've seen, you know, hundreds of thousands of people born again. Almost, I I believe we're right around 750,000 people in the last five years that have given their life to Jesus. Yeah, you can give God a hand for that. And I really believe that, you know, had the thing with the pandemic not came, we would well be over a million souls. But how many of you know that God isn't worried? He's not sweating up in heaven wondering what's about to happen. Amen. God knows that he has saved the best for last. That He placed us in the earth as a seed for this generation, for this time. You're not here by accident. You're here by divine design. God put you here to win souls, to do miracles, and to manifest His kingdom in the earth. And there's nothing that can stop it. Not no plague. Nothing can stop the move of heaven. And, um, you know, I thank God for technology. I know that there's many that are watching on Facebook, YouTube. If you want, you can share the broadcast tonight. I believe that there's no distance in the realm of the Spirit. The Lord will touch you wherever you're at tonight, even if you're w- wherever, you're in Pakistan and the continent of Africa, you're in South America. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever, and He'll touch you right now. Amen? Amen. And I was telling Pastor Bob actually, that uh, God has been leading us um, in, in, you know, obviously we're continuing to travel. Last year we did two crusades overseas, very powerful, um, uh, you know, manifestations of the power of God. Thousands were saved. But the Lord has been kind of directing us as well to begin to branch out in media. And at the end of the month of March, on March the 30th, I am going to be doing the very first of our uh, of our ministry online crusade in the nation of Pakistan. We are partnering with a ministry who is seeing many, many, many souls uh, saved. But what we're going to do is we are setting up the stage, the platform is going to be on the border of Afghanistan and Pakistan, right where there are many um, uh, insurgents of. Al-Qaeda and, and, and you know, extremists, they're going to set up the stage, put a massive LED screen. There's going to be about 15,000 people in attendance on this one. And I'm going to preach right from our studio in Moravian Falls, North Carolina. And we're going to believe for thousands of people to be born again yeah. and miracles to happen. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. No distance in the realm of the spirit. And I started asking the Lord, I said, well, you know, Lord, there's, there's restrictions right now on traveling overseas. There's all kinds of things that you got to get in line to be able to go. And um, the Lord spoke to me and said, listen, I'm going to open up an even a new way so that while this thing is happening, you're still winning souls. You're still seeing miracles and, and the power and presence of Jesus is going forth. So amen. Hallelujah. How many are excited about that? Just Jesus cannot be stopped. Well, tonight, before I get into what the Lord has been sharing with me, um, I want to give a few products away. We do have uh, some products out there. This is a book that uh, I did. It's my very first book. It's called Mystical Prayer, Unlocking the Unseen Power of the Holy Spirit. It's about contemplative prayer. It's about seeing and knowing um, and waiting upon the Lord. How many love waiting on Jesus? Just getting in your, in your prayer closet, waiting on Him. Hallelujah. Waiting on the Lord. Sometimes he shows up. No, I'm joking. He always shows up. And um, I, I learned years ago in my early 20s, I would, I would begin to pray, and, and I would pray for hours. I don't know how you are, but I, I would get stuck in prayer. Have you ever been stuck in prayer? Where you're like, I'm going to go 15 minutes, and then like you, suddenly you find yourself, and it's like a couple hours later? If you haven't, you need this book because I, what started happening to me is I would start to pray in tongues I would start to get in the presence of God and all of a sudden the atmosphere would shift and it would go from even natural language and into spiritual language of course but then it would go into places of silence but there was a heart to heart connection and and there was language still going forth but it wasn't even with my mouth it was it was God speaking and, and me speaking back. to It was a communication that was so supernatural. The dialect was so supernatural. And I, I didn't really understand it at the time until I, until I started to study out the first uh, few centuries of the church. And I found uh, there were these men and women that they called mystics that uh, really started around the third century and went all the way through the 15th century. And they were, well, men and women, uh, women like Saint Teresa of Avila, and were having mystical experiences, Saint John of the Cross. And these men and women, even the Desert Fathers, were going out of the desert, seeking the Lord in caves in wilderness places, and the presence of God would touch them. And the only time they would go back into the city was literally to preach the gospel. And when they did, there were powerful demonstrations of the presence of God. And I started to realize that there is a rich history of those that move in the spirit in the presence of Jesus that were so intimate with him that they were having encounters. Like St. Teresa actually had a, um, an angel appear to her and took a spear and pierced her heart with it. And when they, when they later did the autopsy on her, they found that she actually had a heart that was pierced. And they, and they could not understand how she was even alive. Because she had been pierced in her heart. There's another uh, woman by the name of St. Catherine of Siena. How many have ever heard of St. Catherine of Siena? They um, she actually had an encounter where the Lord came and took her heart in an experience. Man, who's hungry for some of this? Shabbat. And and the Lord took her heart and she she was telling everyone the Lord came and took my heart for months on end. The Lord came and took my heart. And then several uh, months later, the Lord came back and gave her his heart. And um, all kinds of supernatural experiences, people get a little uh, upset because it was called it's called mystical prayer. But Paul says, and he says, when you pray in the spirit, you pray mysteries to God, which is the the Greek word mysterion or mystical. And so there's an aspect, and and of course the first. Um, Three centuries of the church, they called it mystical prayer. And then in the 5th century, they changed it to be contemplative prayer. And so who's hungry uh, to step into some deeper places in prayer? Who really wants to step into some? God bless you, sir. What's, in, what's, what's really awesome about that book, and I don't share this a lot, uh, but I will uh, tonight, is that... Um, that first book there, because we self-publish all of our books, we've had, we've had um, just about every publishing company contact us and ask us to publish with them. But the Lord sent us on a different direction. And um, all of our book sales actually go to win souls. And so that book uh, actually paid for one of our crusades several years ago when it was published. The, 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 um, the uh, finances from that book. And, and we've had so many incredible testimonies of even people in the New Age got a hold of that book from Amazon. They found it because we published it, put it on Amazon, and I, I told them, don't put it in the Christian section. I don't, I mean, Christians are going to read it anyways. We have a following. I want you to put it on like uh, the New Age, like occult, witchcraft section. <laughs> And so what we've been having is we've been having these people that are just, they, they, they're, they're seekers. And they've been getting the book and they read it and they're like, Jesus appeared to me and I got born again. Yeah, come on. And so probably, you know, there's probably a few witches that have bought it too and they were mad, but you know what? Their, their money went to buy, uh, you know, they bought the book and, and, they, and they're winning souls, so... Somebody's like, I can't believe he said a witch bought his book. I'm like, well, (laughs) the book was like 25 bucks. You know, it's like a dollar a soul. She won 25 souls by, (laughs) anyways. Uh, this This is a book called Transfigured, From Darkness to Light. Uh, This book is all about translations, like spirit translations. It's also about bilocations, being at two places at one time. We also talk about um, trans-relocation, what it means like if God was to take you like Philip and translate you to another place physically. We talk about um, transfigurations. And then in two chapters of this book, the Lord led me to deal with uh, DNA. How many of you have been hearing a little bit about genetics lately? Some things of, that can change your genetics. How many of you have been hearing about that? <laughs> so the Lord actually led me to talk about communion, what communion does to your spiritual DNA, as well as your physical DNA. I don't know about you, but there's, uh, you know, I like to take communion if I'm not fasting. I'll take communion. And I've actually seen, uh, like, reversals, age reversals, when people, when people begin to just dive in, start to take communion, and uh, begin to come in to a positioning not of Jesus of taking communion where Jesus is on the cross, but taking communion from the resurrected position of Christ in His throne in His glory. Hallelujah! Because every one of the elements, and uh, you know, really every one of the sacraments that you, whether it's uh, you know water baptism, speaking in tongues, we can go down the line or we're talking about communion, these are not just natural things that we do, but they are supernaturally charged with the presence and power of the Lord. You can just take communion and eat the wafer and drink the Welch's grape juice if you want, or you can can recognize that when you take it, you are coming in association, and and you are coming into uh, the divine divinity of Christ and you are coming into union with him in his resurrected state. And this is a place where your physical body, you know, can, can begin to, uh, you know, be recharged, refreshed. It's better than vitamins. So anyways, who, who would like this transfigured book? Who's? Okay. All right. All right. She's just just seeing how this works tonight. This is how we're doing this. Um, this is um, this is a, a book that I wrote, Biblical School of Living Light. It's on angels, and um, this is uh, really took took us around three years to write this book. Um, it's not just not just angelic stories, although they're stories of things that have happened in my own life. But this is a deep theological discussion on the angelic. And we dive into um, a lot of things concerning the nine classifications of angels. We deal with, you know, Paul said we speak with, um, with tongues and, uh, of men and of angels. We have a whole chapter just on angelic tongues. Because each classification of angels actually has their own uh, dialect. And so some of you may have ever, if you've been in deep realms of intercession... And your tongue, where you were speaking in tongues, even began to change. Have you ever had that before? And you were praying in an, another tongue that you had never prayed in before, and it was so, so deep, and, and it may you may have prayed in that tongue that one time, but you never prayed in that tongue uh, ever again after that. What you didn't realize is that the spirit had led you to pray, not just in your heavenly tongue, but in an angelic tongue. And so with there being a lot of, um, now I'm going to challenge you on some things in this book, because uh, there's a lot of discussion on uh, the commanding of angels. And I have a whole chapter on commanding angels, uh, because we have to understand the proper order of heaven. You know, we go to the Father in the name of Jesus through, uh, through the Spirit. And so, when we are praying in tongues, you know, a lot of people are like, "I just, you know, I decree and I declare, and I command my angel to do this," and and they're not even in the realm of the Spirit. They're just, you know, they're not in the realm of the Spirit. They're just presumptuously saying things and then wondering why it doesn't happen. But when you're in the realm of the Spirit, say in the Spirit. Spirit. When you're in the name of Jesus, because when you're in the name of Jesus, you're in the Spirit. And when you're, you're in that name, in that authority, God will come on you at times, and you'll begin to intercede. And what will happen is you will pray those mysteries in that angelic tongue. It will rise like incense. It will go up, and it will fill the bowl of intercession in heaven. And the Bible says that the angel goes and grabs your prayer from the altar and delivers it to the Father. In that moment, God reads that prayer. It goes up as a mystery, mysterion. The angel is then given the answer from the Father as revelation. And the Bible says that it is cast to the earth as lightning. Now, the angels move in three ways. They move in winds, they move in fires, and they move in lightnings. And so when we're talking about commanding angels, the proper aspect from biblically is to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus through the Spirit. And when we pray in the Spirit, God begins to get a hold of that prayer and releases the answer and brings the angelic assistance alongside of us to help us. And when we begin to pray in that manner, we see tremendous breakthroughs. Somebody say amen. Say hallelujah, hallelujah or say, oh, my, oh, me. OK, so we, we discuss uh, glory angels. We talk about governmental angels. We, we, there's a there's a lot in this book, but also there's a study guide that goes along with it. And uh, you can get a hold of this. You can begin to study it. And, you know, I was on the Jim Baker show a few months ago, and uh, they told me personally that they had to. Have their whole entire team sit down for a week and a half and dissect this book because they just said you know there's so much in it. So I, I, who who wants to get a hold of this? Who would like? Okay, God bless you, sister. So both of those are out there, and then this is uh, my latest book. It's called Ascension. It's um. A book on the prophets, volume one. There's actually two other volumes on on the prophetic ministry, but this is um, this particular book. He's about ready to run, so just hold on, son. Um, this uh, this uh, particular book primarily deals with a uh, corporate ascension. Now, when I'm talking about corporate ascension, I'm not talking about um, a guided meditation. I'm not talking about somebody says, okay, close your eyes now. All right, now we're going through the heavenly portal gates. Oh, there's Moses. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about where you are in a corporate setting in a meeting and uh, you get caught up corporately because of the spirit of unity that's in it's in um the midst. And people that uh, may be sitting on one side of the meeting see the identical same thing that a person on the other side of the meeting is seeing because heaven is so real and there's interaction that's taking place. They can even see each other in the spirit in that moment. And I, I remember one of the first times this ever happened, when I was in Korea. And the entire meeting, every person got caught up corporately. And uh, they were seeing each other in heaven. And uh, so I, I, uh, I dive into that, that particular uh, subject matter. And, I mean, there's a lot in this particular book that will... How many ever see, like, numbers? Like, one, one, one? two, 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 like these numbers. The first chapter is just on the synchronicities of heaven, the timings of heaven, and how the numbers correlate with the kairos moments in your life. And if you can, and, and really how God reveals those kairos moments. How many of you have ever uh, been walking through your day and all of a sudden you go, I've been here before? The world calls that deja vu, but, but God actually calls that heavenly synchronicities. And so we, we deal with that in here. Um, we deal with uh, the divine council of heaven. We talk about the council rooms in heaven. The last chapter is on uh, false prophets and the seed of Satan and how Christ actually reformatted um, the, uh, the, the, the Sanhedrin. Um, when Moses went on the, on the mountain, the Bible says that he took 70 elders with him. And as you study out the entirety of the Old Testament and you move into the New Testament, what you'll, what you'll recognize is that Jesus didn't just anoint 12. The Bible also says he anointed So why did he anoint 70? Was it just a weird reason? No. He was reformatting the heavenly Sanhedrin to the New Testament standard. So we deal with that in here. Um, who, would like, who would like this? Oh, my goodness. What? <laughs> Jesus is king. Wow, it's cold outside but it's hot and hot in here tonight. So, you can get a hold of that out there and and, and it'll it'll really um uh, it'll really bless your life. I'm telling you, we're, we're, we're in a time right now where God is wanting us to get corporately caught up. And, you know, one of the times I, I remember, uh, I know you guys know Bobby Connor. How many know Bobby Connor? Love Bobby so much. I remember Bobby told me this story uh, years ago. He told me about uh, him, and, and a story about him and Bob. And I think he'll be okay with me sharing it. If not, I'll, he'll, I'll hear I'll hear so. Anyways, um, but, but uh, there was, he, he was doing these meetings with Bob. They used to travel together, and Bob asked him to actually pray for him. He said, I want you to pray for me. So Bobby laid his hands on, on Bob, started to pray, and he said, I got caught up in the realm of the Spirit, and I saw that we were flying like eagles. We were flying together as eagles, and as they were flying... Uh, Bob said, don't go this direction because we'll, they're talking to each other uh, as eagles. Man, prophets are weird. <laughs> Anyways. So they're talking to each other as eagles. He says, don't fly this way because you'll see all the bad stuff. And, and they tilted their wings and there were all this, all this stuff that was coming in the future that was bad. And, and, and Bobby said to Bob, he said, he said, oh, shut up, Bob. He said, you don't have to just see the bad things, you can see the good things too. And they tilted their wings the other way, and, and Bobby said they saw all this amazing stuff that was coming in the future. Now, he came out of that encounter, did not tell Bob anything. He said, I would have never told Bob to shut up. That's like my spiritual dad, you don't do that. And so, a couple weeks later, they're in a meeting, and, and Bob's up there, and he's, he goes,
0: Heh, <laughs> hey)
1: He said, me and Bobby were in the spirit the other day, and we were eagles. (laughs) And Bobby was like, his eyes got about, you know, that way. He said, yep, and Bobby told me to shut up. (laughs) And and, and that's when uh, Bobby said, that was the first time I realized that you could be in a corporate trance together and see the exact same thing at the same time and experience it together. So we're coming into these times. Touch your neighbor and say you're a part of this. We're coming into these times where we're going to begin to see and experience heaven in such a tangible way. Uh, And, you know, the religious spirit is not going to like it. Come on, somebody. They're, They're going to, you know, they're going to get upset. But there's nothing that's going to stop this move of God. And we're going to see one of the greatest revivals that the earth has ever seen. We're going to see regional takeovers, hallelujah! We're going to see the presence and power of God move through His army. How many believe that? And and it's it's time for the body of Christ to rise. It's time for the army of the Lord uh, to take ground. And you know the enemy's overplayed his hand. And the militant bride is marching forward, and we're not stopping. Amen? Amen. Now, this is a, a, another book that I was a part of. I didn't write the whole thing. But this is, uh, this is called Revival Secrets. And um, the foreword is done by Bill Johnson. John Arnott is in here. Patricia King. Sean Bowles is in here. Uh, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. Um, but this is, this is a book on revival keys. Um, we we'll talk about keys to revival how many is, how many are hungry for revival just somebody okay there you go so this is a time where the presence of God is moving the spirit of the lord is in the earth right now and the lord's been really heavily speaking to me about what um uh, I call and others call the ox anointing, which is an anointing uh, to plow, to pioneer, and uh, to move forward in the things of God. And the Lord has been speaking to me about this ox anointing, and the ox anointing induces revelation. Revelation. If you want to write some things down tonight, it's going to get hot and heavy in here in a few minutes, but I'm just going to lay a foundation for what I'm speaking about. The ox anointing induces revelation. It activates spiritual gifts. It accelerates spiritual motion. When When the ox anointing is in operation... A throne of authority is built for the king to rest. That's one of the things that God has called you and I to do, is to plow in the realm of the Spirit, to begin to cultivate the climate, the atmosphere, uh, the environment, the soil of our regions, so that the king of glory can find a place to rest. Now, we know that God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere all the time. But He is not manifesting presence. And it is in times where God gets a hold of someone's heart with the spirit of hunger that they cannot let go of God that they become so desperate for Him that they begin to seek Him in such a way that they begin to pioneer, they begin to plow, despite what anybody has to say, despite what the, what the government says, despite what the, what the uh, economy says, despite what is happening in the earth and the realm of darkness around them, they have been given an anointing from heaven. And the Bible says in Psalm ninety-two ten that it is a fresh anointing. Say fresh anointing. The anointing is fresh. The anointing is fresh and we need a fresh anointing in this hour because we need to fuel our spirits with that fresh anointing because it's going to take a plow, it's going to take work, it's going to take pioneering for where God wants to take us. We can't look to the past, we can't even think about you know our failures or even our accomplishments. We have to leave those in the past, we have to begin to move forward in the anointing and begin to allow the authority of heaven to come down upon us individually and corporately so that his throne can be established. And I'm telling you, when that begins to happen, the Lord spoke to me and said, there are going to be sanctuary cities where people will go to those cities and the presence of God will be readily available. And where they were tormented, where they were being demonically uh, manipulated, the power of the demonic will break off of them and they will be free and the Spirit of God will begin to move upon their heart and they'll, and they'll be saved and, be, and begin to connect into even that local body that's in that region. Amen. It's a city within a city. Say a city within a city. See, Abraham left his city in Chaldees. He left that place and he began to move out and he began to look for a city whose maker and builder was God. And the Lord's been speaking to me. He said, in the latter days, I am going to release greater works. And we all know the greater works. And a lot of times there's been an understanding of the greater works in the sense of uh, greater works, uh, uh, greater miracles, and greater creative miracles, and even greater miracles in number. But the Lord spoke to me and said, it's not just greater miracles or even greater quantity of miracles. But it is the working of miracles within the corporate body to where they begin to put their hands on the hammer and they grab a sword and they begin to build. It's quiet in this place tonight, but I'm just going to keep on preaching. Because what God wants to do right now is He wants to build communities with His culture that can overtake regions with His power, but He needs somebody that's willing to get a hold of a hammer that is going to build the walls and are going to get a hold of a sword and be a watchman on the wall. Just touch your neighbor and say, that's me. As that begins to happen, you begin to build a throne of authority and power for the king, but you also begin to see darkness displaced, and it begins to flee in terror. My friends, I have never seen darkness dominate light. Light naturally dominates darkness. This is not a time to be afraid. This is not a time to run and hide and, and get our food rations ready for the end times. No, this is a time where the bride of Christ has to be on the front line and has to challenge the spirit of darkness and begin to release the power of God. And as we do, listen, a cloud of glory will begin to form. Because as we come corporately together and we come into unity and we begin to plow with that ox anointing, what begins to happen is the cloud of His presence begins to form and the rain of blessing begins to come upon regions. And, I, and, and we've seen this historically in revival, even in the Argentine revival, where the power of God came so strong upon the region and on the nation The face of God came so low, that cloud came so low, that it even began to affect the soil of the land. And there was a movie that was produced uh, called uh, Transformation, where even the, the farmers began to produce crops that were four and five and six times the size of the normal crops. And it was because of the people praying and the presence of God coming that even the soil was charged supernaturally. Can I prophesy over you? As you begin to get into a place of unity in prayer, and you begin to strategize and strategically go after things that are demonically happening in your region, and you begin to pray, the face of God will come down, and where there's the spirit of poverty has been reigning, God will begin to reign blessing, and businesses and jobs will begin to move into the region, and you'll begin to seek transformation where there's been a spirit of blessing brokenness and drug addiction and poverty all of a sudden the power of god begins to move and the spirit of christ begins to come in such a way that even the soil of the land begins to produce hallelujah oh i feel the holy ghost in here tonight i'm going to be a little pentecostal for those that are watching online you i'm going to be shouting here in a minute how many are happy tonight so when we begin to put our hands to the plow when we begin to plow and we, we can't look back. We can't look back. We can't, we can't even think about what others are saying. We can't worry about what religion says, tradition says, with a small T. We can't, we can't think about what people think about us. Because God has put in this anointing upon us. And the Bible says that if we look back, we're not worthy. God called you out of the world. You may be in the world. He called you out of the world. But he called you to put your hands to work. Come on, Jesus. And this is the hour where we're going to build something. Touch your neighbor and say, we're building something. And so we begin to see a spiritual atmosphere of revival sustained. The Bible says where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Now what does that mean? Does that just mean like on a Sunday morning because there's uh, more than three people in our service that, that God is, you know, there? Or does that mean that where people are actually stepping into the authority of His name? where we're stepping into the authority of the Christ, that He is in the midst of us, and when He is in the midst of us, manifestations are as easy as breathing. I would suggest to you tonight that, that as we step into the name of Jesus and we get into the spirit of unity, which the enemy hates unity, because he realizes that if we're in unity and we're thinking in one mind and one accord, that's where God begins to command the blessing. And the oil begins to flow in such a supernatural corporate way that what is on you, whew, gets on somebody else. That you don't, you don't just recognize that I'm coming to receive in this meeting, but I'm coming to release. Come on, somebody. When you get spiritually mature, you start thinking in that direction. You start thinking like, I'm not just coming to get a word, but I'm coming to give what I got on me. There's something I, I'm oily. Just smear your name. Just take your hand. Just put it on your name. Just rub some oil on them tonight. I, I. A a needy Christian comes in in a way of thinking that I gotta come to 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 get. A mature Christian comes and says, "Whew, I'm gonna release something in here." And see, when you come in that spirit and you've been praying all through the week and you've been plowing in the realm of the spirit because you got a sword in your hand and then you've been helping the church and you've been building in the natural and in the spirit, you are so connected into that corporate body that when the ministry is going forth and their preaching is happening from the pulpit, you already know what's been spoken. You're like, I already got the notes. I already have the notes. Pastor, let me come up and just tell you the rest. <laughs> Look at this Hosea ten twelve. So to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your foul ground, for it is a time to seek the Lord, till he comes and rains righteousness upon you. In other words, as we begin to sow and we begin to plow the foul ground in a region and we begin to seek his face not only does god come and show mercy upon the land but he shows mercy upon us individually and he also begins to rain such righteousness down on the people that the demographic uh, uh, of of the de- of the demonic begins to shift Whew. can i preach it like i'm feeling it tonight When we come underneath that ox anointing, God will begin to release what is on the inside of us. And John chapter 17 verse 22 says, And the glory which thou gave me, I give them, that they may be one, even as I am one. That glory there is weight, but it's also majesty. God wants to put a kingly anointing upon you. He wants to put a weight of His glory on you, but along with that weight comes a responsibility. There is a responsibility in this hour for the Bride of Christ. And I'm going to get very uh, just bold with you tonight and say in this last season that we were just in, there was a lot of exposure that happened. Things that we thought uh, were... Church were not necessarily church. It's quiet in here. It's okay. Some places that claim to be church were nothing but social clubs. They were not churches at all. And we're coming to a time where the bride of Christ and really the whore of Babylon are so apparent in the earth right now that You can't mistake them unless you're spiritually blind. God has called us to be bold. God has called us not to back down. But God has called us to release His glory... And He's called us to bring the weight of His presence into the earth so that wherever we go, His glory begins to manifest. His power begins to be put on display, whether that's at our job site or whether that's at the school or wherever God has placed us, His presence and power, His weight of responsibility, as well as His majesty of kingship is upon us because we've been called to be kings and priests. That kingship and that priesthood is upon us to plow in the earth and bring people to the place of knowing Him. We got to know Him. We can't just know Him through, uh, you know, uh, our leadership. We have to know Him personally. We have to know Him in a way that when He whispers, We hear Him. And we need to know Him in a way that when we come to the gathering, we come to the meeting, like tonight, we're coming and we recognize that the presence of God is so upon us, the power of God is so upon us that there's something that's connected with me that is going to bless the person that's sitting next to me. There's a revelation that I've been plowing in the Spirit that is tangible. That when I get around somebody, it's going to begin to get on them. And when you get around people like that, you get into a place where it's like taking a breath of fresh air. Hallelujah. Where you begin to breathe freely. And that's an atmosphere of glory. How many are hungry for glory? Everything is complete in glory. Nothing is missing or broken in the shalom glory of heaven. The perfection of the shalom of God is not just for when we get to heaven. It is for the earth. And God has called us to be those that can grab a hold and carry the shalom of heaven where nothing is missing, nothing is broken. And people can step into that atmosphere, that environment, and take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath right now. And they'll breathe in that breath They'll breathe in that breath and where there's been things that are missing, where there's been things that have been broken, where there's been, there's been confusion and there's been chaos, where there's been sickness, where there's been disease, where, where there's been financial lack. The, the moment that they come into that atmosphere of completion and the glory, all those missing pieces get put into place. And we can live in this. We don't have to wait until someday. We don't have to, uh, you know, wish upon a, 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 a time that things will get better. No, we can step into it now. We can step into it tonight. We can step into it in this moment. And, you know, sometimes it feels like the enemy wants to take our breath. He wants to steal our breath. But right now, God is releasing that ox anointing. And it's time to catch the wind of heaven and begin to move with him.
0: Hallelujah. Whew, I feel the presence of God. Thank you, Lord.
1: Now, this lady in the purple, can you, can you stand up for me? Yes, you right there. Now, just uh, as I saw you, just can you put your hands out like this? Just close your eyes. As I saw you, um, I saw the enemy try to... St- Take your breath. In fact, I saw like a a, like an oxygen tank on like on where you had like a a breathing thing for your for your nose. And I don't know if that you had that in the natural or if you have some issues with breathing. But the Lord spoke to me and said that you're going to catch a fresh breath. A wind is about to hit your life. And it's been a, a bit of a struggle even over the last uh uh the last 6 months uh it feels like um well it felt like the devil just came and socked you in the stomach and and it was like you couldn't catch your breath in in, in the spirit it felt like there was some challenges in your family uh that came along and um kind of took your breath away and you, you the enemy wanted you to draw back And uh, you really refused to go back. You actually pressed forward into things of God, and and I I saw you, uh, uh, you know, in in a place in a state uh, where there was tears streaming down. And uh, the Lord says that those were seeds, and even uh, water uh, for the blessing that's about to come. And so you you've been building. Uh, uh, an internal weight in the realm of the Spirit, yeah, even uh, for, for many years, almost 20 years uh, in intercession, in prayer, in, in the presence. Uh, really being an intercessor, intercessor, loving the Lord with all of your heart. And there has been, while there hasn't been challenges to your breath, there has been some other challenges. That have come up uh, physically in your body. Um, can you can you come out here for me? Is that okay? Yeah, just come right out here. I'm going to pray for you. Yeah, there you go. Right there. Just step a little closer to me. Yeah, right there. Just close your eyes. Just thank you, Lord. And the Lord is touching you tonight. He's even uh doing some things uh with your blood and your blood work. God's he's touching that. Father, I just thank you right now for your presence what what's your name Katie, Katie. kathy Katie, okay My friends call me Katie. okay, Katie. I'll call you Katie, okay, so Father, I thank you for Katie. I thank you uh, for um, the glory of God coming upon her. I thank you for uh, her circulation as well. Um, I, I, thank, I, I see the Lord touching uh, both your feet, uh, circulation as well as numbness, uh, the presence of God touching that. Father, I thank you uh, for your glory uh, falling on her and, and where the enemy tried to steal your breath spiritually tried to come in and, and, and rob you, uh, even of your health in this last season. The Lord is restoring that as well. Uh, some things uh, specifically in the stomach area have uh, been going on. God is healing that tonight. Uh, and, and there were concerns to you, but God is going God, to fill you tonight, uh, refresh you, and uh, restore you. And there's a restoration, too, uh, in, in the area of your family. Um, So, Father, right now, for that anointing just coming on her
0: from the top of her head, right through the soles of her feet. Yeah. Wow. Jesus.
1: There goes that oil right through you right now. Jesus.
0: Thank you, Lord.
1: So the presence of God is an environment. Say environment. It's tangible. It's tangible. And that that environment, that atmosphere, that presence is available. And God is looking not for people that will even necessarily go and look for the atmosphere or the environment. But he is looking for those that will create it. Those that will pioneer it those that will have the ox anointing and will say, I don't care if the place that I live is the most demonically charged atmosphere in America or those who are watching, your nation. I am going to begin to challenge the spirit of darkness to such a degree that heaven has to answer me. The Bible says that even the angels fear to tread. Where we go? I like freaking out angels. Sometimes I go to places... Just so the angels will be freaked out as they come with me. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Lord. I'm going to get to heaven. Some of these angels are going to come to me and be like, listen, man. I don't know what you were thinking on that one. So we need to be those that not, uh, don't just go. like in the, in, in, in the past, we would look for places where revival was happening. And that was amazing. And God moved during those seasons. But I'm telling you, this is a new season where God has put an ox anointing on His bride to begin to plow. And the Lord says that wherever we want sustained revival, we can have it. Wherever we want to see regional takeover with his presence, we can have it. He's just looking for someone that has enough faith and tenacity that will will say, God, I don't care. I'm going to put put my face like flint, and I am going to move forward with you. I'm not going to look to the right. I'm not going to look to the left. I'm not going to care what the naysayers say. I'm not going to care what the religious spirit says. I'm not even going to care what those that are encamped in the previous moves of God say. I'm going to move forward in the things of God because I know that there's something more. How many have ever felt like there's something more? There's got to be more. I'm telling you, I'm not satisfied. I know, obviously, that there's things that God has done in the past. That there are aspects of that that are going to be in the now. But I am telling you, there are things that are in this Word that have yet to come to pass. Things that the Bible says in the Old Testament in the latter days, or in the end times, are going to happen. And they're not just the Antichrist coming on the earth. But there are things like the, the lion will lay down with the lamb and the restoration of youth and the restoration of, of, of the earth. And there are things that have yet to take place in this word that the Lord said through his prophets in the latter days are going to happen. And even in the New Testament, Peter stood up and said, this is that. My friends, we are going from the place where we will read in the scripture in the last days, this, 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 to a place where we say, This is that. And we'll be able to stand and we'll be able to say, Lord, your power and presence is available, and I'm seeing it in the earth. How you feeling, Kathy? You feeling good? Good. You feeling blessed? I'm feeling blessed. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet? Give me a hug.
0: Bless you. Still there. you're a little drunk <laughs> okay
1: bless you bless you hallelujah so God's looking for us to, to take over regions and he's looking for us to go into the darkest places in the earth and bring the gospel you know so many times people are concerned with and they'll tell me you know this is the darkest region in the face of the planet and they'll name me every principality, every power, every demonic thing that's in that particular region. But when I asked them, well, what are the angels that have been signed to your region for you to partner with? And they'll say, well, I don't know. I said, because you're so focused on the darkness. When you should be focused on the light. And see, that's what the enemy wants. He even wants us to answer the darkness. <sighs> My friends, you don't have time to answer the darkness. Because when you're plowing in the light, the darkness has to flee. Last year, we were in the uh, nation of Benin, which is the voodoo capital of the world. It's actually where voodoo originated from. Also, it's where the slave trade originated. From Benin, is it, um, they would take the slaves over into Haiti. And the so Haitians get their voodoo from the Bene- Beninese. And so um, it's even where hurricanes uh, first originate. I don't know if you know this or not. West Africa is highly charged with water spirits. Demonic activity is very, very strong there. And any, any of the uh, hurricanes that come in typically uh, into the... Um, you know, into Florida or up any of our coasts, originate in West Africa. And there's reasons for that. It's a, connected with the Leviathan spirit, also water spirit connected with that. Anyways, it's a very highly charged atmosphere. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to go there and I want you to do a crusade. I said, sounds like fun, Lord. <laughs> and, and while we were there, um, the Lord... Kind of like challenged me. And he said, I want you to go down uh, to the voodoo market, the fetish market. This is where they're selling like hands, skulls. They're selling like dead birds and goats. This is where all the witches and the warlocks hang out. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to go down there. Take some of your team members. And so we loaded up on the bus, and we went down there uh, and parked right next to the voodoo temple. It's like blood on the walls. Man, it was so much fun. It was just a great place. (laughs) That's where I feel. I feel like the strongest presence of God is in that. And uh, so we got down there, and um, we're walking up and down the market. And uh, the Lord highlighted to me a woman uh, that was on crutches, couldn't walk. And um, the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to go up and pray for this woman right now. In this atmosphere, just, you know, just crazy. Highly demonic. You could feel it tangibly. You could cut the atmosphere with a knife in this place. The Lord says to me, I want you to go over and talk to her about Jesus and then pray for her and she'll be healed. And so uh, I walk over to the woman and I start talking to her and I said, You know, Jesus will heal you right now. She said, You believe that? I said, Jesus is the only one that can heal you. So we ended up uh, being a, a pastor friend of mine. We ended up praying for this woman. She gets instantly healed, stands up, and starts walking. Down the market, we got the crutches lifted up, and I'm preaching, and all of the witches are manifesting (laughs) literally spitting at me. Speaking French, I'm glad that I didn't even understand what they were saying. I was like, I don't understand French. So angry. As, um, as this woman got healed, delivered, and uh, we, we saw about, I'd say, about 100 people born again right in that market. Just from one miracle. This, isn't, this is the time. Come on, you can give Jesus a hand for that. This is the time where when we step out and we say, Lord, you're going to do it. And we get a word from heaven. No matter what that word is, when we step out in that word, God is going to meet us and we're going to see manifestation. And I remember when we were hold, I was holding up those crutches, I was preaching. People were getting saved and the witches were angry. All this you know, stuff was going on. Uh, but the presence of God came in that heavily demonically charged atmosphere because nothing can stop the presence of God uh, from moving. The only thing that the enemy can do is try to intimidate us. And you can't be intimidated. Touch your neighbor and say, you can't be intimidated. You You can't be timid. Because he'll manifest in such a degree Uh, that you'll have to face that challenge head on. And that's why the anointing of the ox is so very, very important. Because the anointing of the ox is so fresh that anything that tries to attack you, attach to you, or tries to come upon you, instantly falls off of you every word curse every demonic assignment every satanic spell instantly falls off of you because you're so oily somebody's getting oiled up tonight and so there we are we're in that we're in this voodoo place and we're we're actually I'm, I'm pretty psyched about what just happened I'm like excited about this and all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye this demon spirit materializes now when I say materializes I mean in a physical form not in an apparition not in a uh, not in a like uh, vision form. I'm saying that this power manifested in physical form and came, started walking down the street and started speaking to me and cursing me and my team. And some of on our team were looking and they're like, wow, this woman, this, it was a, it came in the form of a woman. And they're like, wow, this woman's completely nuts. Like she's literally like pointing, cursing. I said, that's not a woman. I said, that's a spirit. I said, that is a power that is ruling over this area. And we just challenged it. And now it's trying to manifest and curse us. And I said to the spirit, I said, I said,
0: everything you're saying right now is. All of a sudden that thing vanished, thin air
1: gone. We were all like, whoa, okay. Fun times. (laughs) Because I actually started walking towards it like, what what do you got? See, when the devil comes to intimidate, you can't back up one inch. You can't give the devil any space. You can't give him any room. You got to be right in front of him. And you got to know what is on the inside of you is greater than he that's in the world. And I'm telling you, when the devil comes in like a flood, God will cause that anointing to raise a standard in your life where you won't be able to stop, you won't be able to be quiet. You won't be able to contain it. No, you'll challenge it in the midst of darkness. You'll say, no, I will never be overtaken by darkness. Light will dominate you in the name of Jesus and you have to flee because the devil wants us to be intimidated in this hour. The enemy wants us to be silent. He wants us to be separated. He wants us to be out of unity, out of disjoint, and he wants us to hear what he has to say. My friend, you don't have time to listen to the enemy. You got to be so of faith and power that you, when he begins to rise in his voice, you have to challenge it with the authority of heaven. Amen. Yes. And so this, this spirit just materializes, walks, starts cursing us, then vanishes. I said, oh, oh, oh it'll be back. Because the enemy is, it, it tries to intimidate. It tries to come. And it will always try to find a place of fear. Because if it can get you into a place of fear, fear brings torment. And if torment can set in, then the enemy has us. That's why we have to be so filled in this hour. You say, well, Brother Charlie, I was filled with the Holy Ghost in 1979 during the Jesus movement. And, you know, and I, but, I, but I would say to you, what about now? What about this hour? What about where you're at? right now because God wants to fill you afresh and he wants to give you an authority upon your life where you will boldly like an ox plow through break through every barrier that the enemy has created and let me tell you something. There are some dams that the enemy has created to stop the flow of the Spirit in your life, and God is going to bulldoze those, those in this hour, and you're going to bulldoze your way to breakthrough, and things that were hindering, things that were are trying to stop are going to be moved out of the way for the fresh flow of the Spirit of God, and where there's been like a desert, and it's felt like the, uh, the power hasn't been moving tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we decree and declare, his goodness is coming upon you his grace is coming upon you his glory is coming upon you the flood waters are rising and the revelation is coming and that revelation is a revelation of the son of God coming upon you in authority and power to birth something in the earth that hasn't been seen before whether that's a fresh business or a new new ministry whatever God has called you to do this is the hour to begin to build and it's an hour to begin to take a hold of the hammer and the Word of God says that His Word is like a hammer. And sometimes you got to take the hammer to the head of the enemy and just keep pounding him until he runs in fear or breaks in pain. But you don't have time to stop. You don't have time to worry about what other people have to say because when you're building something, that thing that you're building is going to sustain something for you in the future. And God's looking for those that will take a hold of the hammer. Just reach up and grab a hammer tonight. It's time to build the house. Touch your neighbor and say, it's time to build the house. (laughs) It's time to build. This is a season to build. And this is a season of war. This is not a season. This is not. Let me say this to you. What is on the earth right now is not a lion move, uh, not a lamb move, it's a lion move. And God's looking for some lions. He's looking for those that are going to roar. This isn't a sheep move, it's a lion move. And there's a boldness that comes on lions. And when they put their face to the ground, the entire ground begins to shake. Everything in the earth is shaking right now. And it's going to continue to shake. And there are things that have been in your life that God is going to cause you to challenge. And you're going to begin to see those things transformed as you begin to rise in boldness. Because the anointing is transferable. Even tonight, the anointing is moving. The anointing is moving in this meeting right now. The anointing is moving to give you a fresh boldness so that you can step out in what He's called you to do. The things that He is is calling you uh, into, there's a boldness for that. Say boldness. There's a boldness that God wants to give to us. A fresh anointing, a fresh infilling, a fresh empowerment, a fresh uh, 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 presence that come upon you that where you will begin to move in the things that God has called you to do. You say, well, some people think it's impossible. With God, nothing is impossible. And where he has called you, God will sustain you. And, w- and whenever you're pioneering something new, you're always going to have people that are going to say, well, I just don't know about that. I don't think that's such a good idea. But I'm telling you that when you begin to move out and do what God's called you to do, that is the time that you are going to see the manifestations of, of God's presence and his testimonies will overtake you. Yeah. They will literally overtake you. Because when God is calling you to do something, it is always going to require faith. Yeah. People will will get prophetic words and they'll sit on those prophetic words and they'll say, "Well, when the timing's right." Yeah. When the atmosphere is perfect, when the, cli- the climate is better. When I, when I feel uh, that it's a good time to do things, then, then I'll do it. But my friends, pioneers don't do that. Pioneers see a plow and they see an ox and they see a field. They know it's going to be work. Work. They know there's going to be challenges. But they also realize that as they begin to move, say move. As we begin to move, God's presence begins to
0: move with us. Whew. Thank you, Lord. Man, what an anointing tonight. Whew. Thank you,
1: Jesus. Lift your hands and just
0: in that atmosphere.
1: Lord, your presence is, ooh, it's just so thick in here. Lord, we thank you for that oil, that anointing just spreading throughout this place right now. Lord, we thank you for that anointing just coming upon each and every one underneath the sound of my voice. Even on their physical bodies. Where there's been pain, where there's been ailment. Where the spirit of fatigue has been upon them. Where, where the spirit of pain uh, has been manifesting different parts of their body. Tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I take authority over the spirit of pain. I take authority over the spirit of torment. I take authority over every harassing, hereditary curse in the name of Jesus Christ. Every demonic spirit that has manipulated, that has manifested, that has brought torment, I command it in the name of Jesus Christ to begin to leave your physical body now. Father, I thank you that your power is even coming upon their physical bodies from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Father, I thank you that where there has been no peace, where there has been torment, where there has been where there has been demonic uh, uh, Things that have manifested and and brought them to a place of fear. I break the spirit of fear tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind every demonic power that has been speaking into your mind. I break the spirit of suicide in this place. I bind it now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for bringing your peace, for bringing your joy right now into this place where there has been torment, where there has even been thoughts of suicide. I break those now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you that you're touching people all across this auditorium and even those that are watching online. Lord, I thank you right now for your anointing being Released in this place in destroying every yoke of bondage in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh my, my. I'm seeing a woman right now and you were in an accident. You were hit from behind in a car and, 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 and it messed up your neck area, in your neck and the vertebrae in your neck. It was like a whiplash thing that happened and also in your lower back and it, and it has not changed. It hasn't, uh, you know, you, you, you had sustained injury and pain and, and although you've, you've had some chiropractic things done, uh, it has not changed. Uh, in the sense of you still deal with that pain. Also, you have an issue on your right hip, uh, a sciatic a nerve that shoots down the right side of your leg, and God wants to heal you right now. Where are you? Just uh, lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Come and stand in front, me, in front of me right, right here. Father, I just thank you right now. Your healing power is moving through her body. I thank you that all that pain is going to go. Uh, y- even the fear of that is leaving in the name of Jesus. So Father, I just thank you uh, for that leaving now. Now, there's been even uh, some dreams that you've had concerning this. Uh, like it's been like where it will bring like some, some torment things to you. But the Lord is releasing that now in the name of Jesus. Uh, it's sometimes you'll have some dreams where you'll wake up, feel like you can't catch your breath. Like it's almost like uh, your halt, palpitations and things of that nature but the Lord is touching that tonight so just lift up your hands ma'am Father I just thank you right now for your power going through her entire body Lord I thank you for touching her neck touching her lower back as well as her sciatic nerve down her right side Father just thank you right now for your anointing Uh, touching that now from from the top of her head there it is Jesus fire through her whole body right now In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, thank you right now for your anointing. uh, Filling her and releasing her from that tonight.
0: Jesus, fill right now. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
1: You ready for that to go? Jesus, right now. Thank you, Lord. Fire God, right now. So, Lord, I just thank you. Just lift up your hands, ma'am. Father, in the name of Jesus uh, take authority uh, o- over every bit of pain in the name of the Lord. Now, uh, you have not just that with your deck in your in your back, um But you also have where it moves in in different places in your body as well, and uh, sometimes in your shoulders it goes down, especially in your right shoulder that happens to you. Uh, God's healing that as well, as well as some things that you've been dealing with uh, in your mind that have just kind of circulated. They go for a season, but then they come back again. And uh, the Lord is breaking that. It's a tormenting spirit. You've had it since you were a young child, um, tracing back all the way to when you were five years old. There were some things that happened when you were five that really uh, kind of molded and shaped uh, you um, in in some certain areas of your life. Uh, And the Spirit actually followed you uh, throughout your childhood, even uh, in relationships, and the Lord is going to break that. And there's and God is bringing you in. Uh, He's breaking the cycle of those relationships in your life. He's breaking the torment of that. And um, where uh, there hasn't been, tr- there's been the trust issues. The Lord is uh, God is r- going to uh, cause you to have trust again. And where there's been torment, the Lord is turning that around. And where you've had tormenting thoughts. Uh, even concerning your childhood, that traced all the way through uh, your adolescence, all the way uh, in many, many years, it was just had to do with relationships and trust issues. Even people uh, were moved on by this spirit, and they would do things to you, and it was almost like a, a, it was like a demonic confirmation that um, people didn't love you, they didn't care for you. But the Lord is breaking that tonight off of you, ma'am, and and you're never going to be the same after tonight and uh, you're going to walk free and the spirit of pain is going to leave you uh, and where they, it's like you try to figure out, pinpoint the place of pain, even with doctors, they can't pinpoint it, it's like they can't figure it out am I, am I telling the truth?
0: truth. is this
1: tr- the truth what I'm saying to you? yes, okay and so they can't figure it out because it's demonic, it's a spirit and God's going to break it off of you tonight and you're going to be free so Father, in the name of Jesus Christ <gasps> fire it now, in the name of the Lord, right now Right now, right now, never the same, 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 never the same. same. In Jesus' mighty name, you're not even going to look the same. You're not even going to look the same. And the Lord's going to give you more boldness. And you're going to challenge things that have been have been in the area of, of, of tormenting the lord's going to renew your mind to such a degree you're not even going to remember what happened to you as young as an adolescent a young a young adult and god is going to rearrange you and where you felt like you missed it it's like you moved in cycles of five it was like every 5 years there was these cycles that would happen to you and it was like going around the mountain the lord says the cycles are broken and he is bringing you in to his sanctuary and there's a healing for you in every area of your life in Jesus mighty name now ma'am you, you're walking away from me uh, how you doing now are you okay move your neck a little bit move your shoulders you doing good yep. it's good
0: it's this left shoulder yeah. yeah it's better okay
1: awesome are you happy Jesus. you're happy tonight yeah can you say ha-ha ha-ha ho-ho ho-ho He he. He he. okay good hallelujah look at your neighbor say ha-ha Ho ho. Hee hee. That's how you laugh. Yes. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Hallelujah. Now what's going on with you? You got this, you got some crutches there. Now, did you have yes, ma'am? You got surgery or what happened to you? I had surgery in two thousand. Okay. And they didn't measure me, and it wasn't the doctor himself, it was PA that did it. And the change is off. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Well, do you believe God will touch you tonight? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you just need you need an uh, overhaul tonight, huh?
0: <laughs>
1: you need a you need an overhaul in your body. You believe God will touch you now. Okay, so there's three crutches here. You don't have three legs. So that's yours, okay? And something ha- you, you had a surgery too. You you just hurt yourself. You don't want to talk about it. This is this something that is personal? No. I just saw three crutches and I figured I'd, she do not have three legs. I, um, you know when you're like hopping over something? Yeah. You you're stepping over something? You, you, think it'd be easier add a little you just it. hop over it. And then it didn't. <laughs> didn't it turn out right? Goodness. One. You believe the Lord will touch you tonight? That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Now just wait there, just be ready. No, just 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 be ready to receive. Just be. Do you believe God will touch you tonight? If you if you believe God will touch you, okay. Then if you're praying for a miracle, just just be ready because I'm we want to pray for you in a moment. And the power of God's going to touch you, and you're going to walk without your crutches. You believe that? And all that pain in your shoulder is going to go too. You ready for that? You believe that? Okay, watch this. Come, come here. I'm going to pray for you right now. Now, I remember I was in Bible school, and I went to this Pentecostal Bible school. I don't know if you went to a Pentecostal. I mean, I mean Pentecostal Bible school. I mean, like you slept in suits. I mean, it was not heaven unless you had a three-piece suit on. Anyway, I went to this school, and I was, like, shell-shocked because I grew up in certain other different streams. (laughs) You know, where we just wore normal clothes and, you know, didn't do, hallelujah, glory to God. You know, all that. I like all that stuff. I do it now, but I just didn't grow up in any of that. And and we were in this service. And it was a, uh, you know... Pentecostal type atmosphere and people started running. You ever ran in church? I'm not talking about running to the bathroom. I'm talking about actually run, like taking a lap. Like, in the, you know, if you've ever been in a service like that, you know, that's, that's how it, Word of Faith, I, and I love all that, but you, you know you're in a Word of Faith church because they're like, shoo. <laughs> it's the only, only move of God that can happen is shoo. <laughs> and then take a lap around the church and then the preacher's like, oh wait a God.
0: All right. <laughs> Woo!
1: That's the way it is. So this girl, God bless her soul, sure in this meeting, people are running, you know. <sighs> somebody broke through the, you know, the 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 plaster, and just like it was just <laughs> chaos in this place. Anyways, this girl takes off from the platform. And she's like, "I'm gonna tell you something." And she hit the speaker, and just rolled, just boom. And she was in a cast for like six months after that. Because we had we had faith to run in those days, but not faith to pray for the sick. Anyways, do you believe God will touch you tonight? Now, did you go to the doctor for that, or did okay?
0: oh wow I, I couldn't put my
1: so god's touching you already all right what's your name sam. sam just hold out your hand sam lord we thank you right now for sam is that samantha is that what it is so father in the name of jesus i thank you for samantha i thank you for the anointing of god on her life i thank you for uh her servant's heart um Lord I thank you uh for the anointing that's on her uh that you've called her God you you put your presence on her uh it's like from even from a young from from youth you you've been like the Lord put his words in your in your mouth and uh it's like the Isaiah 6 where you said like Lord you know I I'm not even worthy for the call that you gave me. Uh but the Lord um has called you to uh, a place of holiness. Uh and the Lord says that you you've done that, you've sanctified yourself, remained in a place of holiness, remained in a place of of consecration before the Lord and there's there's a new anointing that's going to come on you, a freshness that's going to come um even as the Lord touched your lips. Uh and I and I see you uh, I, like Isaiah, where the Lord is going to uh, cause you uh, to speak to others that um, you don't even have the same language. And I see you going on mission trips. I see you uh, moving out and going into other nations on, on, on trips. And, and I see you uh, being used to, to uh, minister the gospel. Uh, these, these feet are going to travel. You ever read that Dr. Seuss book, "All the Places You'll Go"? Yeah. That's your that's going to be your life story. So all the places that you'll go, and uh, so um, I see the Lord giving you some new shoes, some gospel shoes, uh, new authority because uh, you're kind of quiet. But the Lord's going to make you roar, boldness. Um, you're quiet when you when you when you get get up, but. Like, really, actually, you're like a lion. Um, And the Lord is going to anoint you afresh. So, Father, I thank you uh, for your presence upon her tonight. I thank you for those new shoes that you're giving her to step into, new authority to walk in. Um, And, Lord, I thank you that your power is on her uh, and on this leg in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your healing. There it is right there. Now it's moving up your foot. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. You're feeling that right now, aren't you? You feel that? Yes. It's the power of God on you. You feel that? Yeah. It's moving up. What's that?
0: Feels weird. weird.
1: Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Hold your hands out. Now, here it comes right now. Now watch this. Jesus, there goes that water. Higher, higher. There it is at your knee right there.
0: Jesus. Healing power flow right now.
1: Can you take that off for me? Take me by hand. Go ahead and move it. It's
0: all right. Close your eyes again Here it goes right through you Jesus Thank you, Lord.
1: What are you feeling right now in your body?
0: <laughs> just a lot of peace. My knee is really tight. Yeah, That's what it feels like. It's just tight. Yeah. It doesn't hurt anymore.
1: All the pain's gone?
0: Yeah. Pretty it's just tight? Yeah.
1: Go ahead and walk a little bit. Just see what God's doing. Okay. It's way better. Yeah. Are you happy? That's your crutch there? Yeah. Did you rent this? No, I borrowed it. You borrowed it? Yeah. From a friend? Yeah. They were like, you can borrow this.
0: Actually I texted like five people and she was the only one who responded like yeah. she
1: was you texted five people that had crutches?
0: I thought it had crutches.
1: Okay, I just want you to wave at this tonight and just say bye-bye. Bye.
0: You
1: want it back. Is that your friend over there? This is your crutch? Your mom's crutch. Okay. You just, like, yeah, I got them in my attic. Let me grab them for you. <laughs> so, th- this isn't yours. I Just say, just wave at it and say bye bye. Bye. Okay, now stand here with me because I'm going to pray for you one more time. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you. I thank you that you complete this miracle. I thank you that at, oh, even over the night, tonight, as she goes home, Lord, I thank you right now for your presence and power filling her, touching her leg. And I thank you that she'll come back and she'll testify of your fullness and your healing in the name of the Lord. And get her super drunk. Bam. (laughs) Now I'm going to pray for you in a moment. Just hold on. Uh, there's also someone in here. It's like uh, there's a woman in here and you're having problems with your uh, your vocal cords, but it's all it's in your throat. There's pain in that in there. Um, I, I don't know if there's like if it's got to do some some cancer issue or something like that but this is uh something to do I feel it's connected your thyroid but it's to your throat and sometimes it's like you your your throat tightens up there's some things that are going on with that uh where are you right now Oh you're the same lady okay well and it and it's like in your throat area and then it, Okay, and this is, this is like a cancerous, it was a cancerous or something that affected when your, your uh, thyroid as well as um, your, like, your throat area, it like tightens up. It's been bothering for about almost, a year. almost a year it's been bothering you. And there's a lump right there. Okay, so it's like, a because I kept seeing, I was like, this is like cancerous. like a a lump thing, but it's like, okay. All right, well, you believe God's talking tonight. You ready for the Lord touching? Okay, all right. Well, you ready for it tonight? Stretch your hands towards her. What's your name? Heidi. Heidi? Okay, good. I'm glad that half the church knows you. (laughs) So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for Heidi. I thank you for your power, your presence coming upon her tonight. Take authority over this issue in her throat in the name of Jesus. I command that tumor to leave tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. She'll no longer be able to feel that anymore. The tightness will leave now in Jesus' name. Lord, I take authority over the spirit of pain, the tormenting spirit in the name. Just step step right over here right now. God is touching you. Just step right here. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, we thank you for an overhaul tonight. Father, we thank you uh, for every every form of witchcraft being broken, every form of torment believing. And Lord, I thank you uh, that she's coming out of what she's been placed into. And Lord, I thank you that every voice that is contrary to your voice will cease to speak. And Lord, your anointing will begin to fall on her even. Tonight, in the name of Jesus Christ and Father, I thank you right now that even the even even uh, like the hearing loss that's been going on in your ears as well is leaving tonight in Jesus' name, Lord. I thank you that she'll be she'll be able to hear properly, Lord. I thank you that her circulation will begin to move properly, Father. I thank you uh, that your presence uh, will come on her, and where there's been even a tormenting spirit that has just tormented her. Lord, that devil is leaving tonight in the name of Jesus. She'll be able to walk freely without crutches. She'll be able to speak differently. And Lord, she'll walk in healing. She'll walk in health. And she'll walk in blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. Just close your eyes. Fire now in Jesus' name. Let it go right through her right now. Let it go through her whole body from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, every form uh, of demonic harassment, every hereditary curse, every, every form uh, of a demonic agenda and witchcraft is broken off of her mind in the name of Jesus Christ. I command every devil that has been attacking her, holding her, tormenting her in the name of Jesus to be broken. I come against the spirit of pharmakai in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, that you're setting her free uh, from uh, every form of pharmakai in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for a clean bill of health. Lord, I speak over her body. I command an overhaul. Lord, I thank you for the anointing filling her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Lord, I thank you right now. Everything that has been tormenting her is leaving tonight in Jesus' mighty name. If you believe that, lift up your hands and shout right now. My goodness, my goodness, thank you, Lord. Whew. Glory, thank you, Lord, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Let's lift up our hands again tonight, Lord. Just thank you right now, thank you, Lord,
0: right now, thank you, Lord, glory. Horry, glory, glory, glory. Kara batyana.
1: That's right, every devil come out in the name of Jesus right now.
0: Sheke Rebo Sunda Rabatyana. Lebroshaka Baba Sutere Shetyano Lamana. Ne stotona. Command that thing to leave you in the name of Jesus. Shekara Sukare Ketiyana
1: Masuna. Zebato Zakal Shaka Come out in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice. Just start praying right now. I bind that spirit of witchcraft in the name of Jesus Christ. I command you to come off that woman. I command that thing to leave in Jesus' mighty name. You come up and come out of her tonight in Jesus' name. You leave now. Go now in Jesus name. Go now in Jesus mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Now, are you two leaders? Are you leaders? Are you pastors? What you... you were pastors. Okay, now I need to pray for you both. You you were pastors. Uh, take hands, because God's, God's rehiring you. And see, the religious spirit tried to fire you. And they said, we don't want your kind around here anymore. But really, it was a God thing, uh, because God is, uh, God is commissioning you. And, um, you, you're, you're, the Lord says, uh, you're like Jeremiah 23, the shepherds that God has called, uh, to shepherd the sheep. And, you know, sometimes you get sheep bitten. You ever been, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes they call themselves sheep, but really it's just wolves in sheep clothing biting. You understand what I mean? And it can, it can cause, uh discouragement can cause uh you know you just say well it looks like we're going to just move on from here but the lord says you're not moving on you're moving up and i see in the realm of the spirit uh, uh an escalator an escalator and the and the lord says that um you're you're going up the the, the uh the stairs of heaven and uh, really, it's Jacob's ladder that you're moving up into. And there, there's coming a, a, a great uh, presence that's going to come in your home, even angelic. And this season is going to be greater uh, than you've experienced in the past. And there's been some great things that you've seen in the past. But the Lord says that it all has to do with Jeremiah 23 and the shepherding of the sheep. And the Lord says that you were fired by the spirit of religion. But the Lord says, I never fired you. I never fired you because I commissioned you. I commissioned you. I anointed you. I placed my hand upon you. And my anointing is still on you. And this is the time, the Lord says, that you're going to run with the fire. You're going to run and you're going to sustain the fire of God. For there's a fresh anointing uh, that is coming on you. And the Lord says that you're coming into days of the menorah of God. And the Lord says that I've given to you some promises, uh, like the rainbow that is with the menorah. And the Lord, and the Lord says. Uh, the menorah is a a promise that I've given to you uh, that I would meet you on all seven days. But uh, the Lord says, even on the seventh day, there was a place of rest. And you're coming into days of refreshing and rest, says the Lord, where the promise of the Lord is going to rest over your home. And the Lord says that it's like the, the menorah that was lit in the tabernacle that never went without oil. And the Lord says, because of the seeds that you've sown in the past, to always tend to the lamps of revelation, to never allow uh, the religious spirit to tamper with the oil or touch the menorah, the Lord says that I'm going to light up your life and I'm going to make you a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. And many, the Lord says, are going to come to the brightness of your rising. They're going to recognize uh, that there's oil in your lamps. And just like the faithful uh, virgins that tended to the lamps, the Lord says, you are like them that never left, that tended to the lamps, that fed the oil. And the Lord says, they'll come from afar. They'll come from the highways and the byways. And you'll compel them to come in. And my presence, my presence will be in there. Oh, yes, it'll follow you. Oh, yeah, it'll be there. Uh Uh-huh. Fresh revelation day by day, hour by hour. Oh, the oil will never run dry but it will refresh, it will refill, and it will move through you and touch many. Even in the places uh, that seem uh, legalistic, the Lord says, I'll send you into those places with greater power, for you know what the religious spirit can do and how it operates. I will use you to expose even that spirit. I will use you to expose even those that have uh, moved in the realms of manipulation and control. And the Lord Says that I will use you to break others free and set them on a path to liberty. For even as you have been walking upon the highway of holiness and walking on that road in the straight and narrow, and never never allowed a place uh, in your in 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 your spirit to become crooked or manipulate others. The Lord says I will cause others to come alongside of you, and I will cause those to walk with you in the highway of holiness, and you will move them into greater places of the presence. Now there has even been some things that have been affecting your physical bodies, but the Lord says don't worry about those things for I am rejuvenating, I am restoring and I am bringing you into greater days of restoration even in your physical body. And you'll and you'll and you'll laugh. Oh yeah, you'll shout with joy. You'll stand and testify to how much God has done in the area of restoration. For I, I see that the enemy came in, and here a little, a little stole and took and, and tried uh, to tamper with. But the Lord says, no, 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 no more is it going to happen, for the areas that the enemy has stolen are going to be restored. For if the enemy came in, he has to return seven. But the Lord says, not only is there a blessing of the seven, the seven, the seven, but the Lord says that is Deuteronomy 1.11, for it is the thousandfold blessing that I am going to bless even your land. For there's something even about a land, there's something about property that God is going to bless. So Father, in the name of Jesus, thank You for that anointing coming right now. Jesus, thank You right now for this, this pastor, this leader, and loose Him in a great way to greater things. In Jesus' mighty name. Oh yeah, I'm feeling the anointing. Put your hands on your neighbor right now. Just give him a drink tonight. Let that oil just begin to flow. Let that oil just begin to flow. You're watching us online. Let that oil flow. Let that ox anointing move. In your home, in your marriage, in your finances, upon your children, this is an hour to pioneer. You can't look to the right or to the left. You have to put your hands to the plow and begin to move. Don't worry about the religious spirit. Don't worry about the demonic spirits that are in the land, for this is an hour where we're going to see great fruit produced, and the power and presence is going to move across this nation in a fresh way way. So Father, I thank you right now. Just begin to pray for people all across this auditorium tonight and even if you're watching us online, just lay hands on yourself. Let that oil of blessing begin to flow now upon you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you right now for your power. I thank you for your presence moving in this place tonight in Jesus mighty name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. These three guys right here. Are you together? You came together? Are you three together? You guys are together? You three together? Are you four together? Or is it just you three? Just you three. Just come here right now. Just come here right now. Grab hands. The presence of God's all over you. Ushers get behind them as they come. Lord, thank you right now for just touching them with a fresh anointing tonight. Oh, yeah. Lord, thank you. Who Just close your eyes. Thank you, Lord, for that anointing just touching them right now. Thank you for that fresh anointing to plow. That fresh anointing is moving strongly, Lord, in the area of evangelism, in street evangelism. Lord, thank you uh, for, for... for the for the highways and the byways, Lord, thank you for the street corners and the and, and and the rough areas. Thank you for the drug addicts and the drug dealers getting saved. Thank you, Lord, for the for what you called them out of, uh, Lord, but you're calling them back. Into to bring deliverance, Lord, you're calling them back into uh, to break the captive, break the chains off the captives, and I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon you, because He hath anointed you to preach." And there's a, a Luke 4:18 anointing, and the Lord says that I've yoked you together like a three cord strand cannot easily be broken, and as you go together, you're going to see greater demonstrations of the kingdom of God. For even as they went two by two and and they went three by three, the Lord says that the anointing will rest upon you and you'll see tremendous miracles in the streets and the highways and the byways for even those that are drug addicted, even those that have been uh, 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 addicted to crack cocaine, the Lord says, are going to be set free. And in your past, the Lord says that there's been times where He tried to condemn you for the things that took place. But the Lord says, no longer, I'm breaking you free because I called you as those that would carry the sword of the Lord to set the captives free. So Lord, fire now. Fire, fire, and the Holy Ghost. Woo! I feel the anointing right now moving. Oh, yeah, put your hand on your neighbor right now. Just...
0: <laughs> Holy Ghost.
1: That's it. Just start praying for him right now. Presence of God's all over this place..
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice. Just start praying right now. Let that anointing flow right through this place. yes. Come on, lift up your voice
0: tonight. Jesus. Yeah, Lord. Oh, yeah, Lord. Yes. Glory. Alleluia!
1: Thank you, Lord. This, uh, these three ladies. Oh, you got the red on you. Yeah, you're looking at me. You three, right? Come here, right now. Come here, come here. Jesus,
0: Jesus.
1: Yeah, just take hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for refreshing. Just step up a little closer to me, Lord. Thank you for refreshing. Just grab hands. Thank you, Lord, for refreshing. Thank you for uh, uh, infilling. Thank you, Lord, for uh, for I hear the Lord say resurgence. Uh, the Lord says you're re, you're, there's going to be a resurgence and a uh, a release of power, and um, The Lord is calling you. Are you you all three know each other, correct? Okay, it's like uh, you all know each other, but the Lord says, I'm calling you. uh, You know, now this is going to sound interesting, but the Lord says, I'm calling you uh, from motherhood uh, into the marketplace. And there is a blessing upon uh, moving in markets. And and I see um, there are some uh, things, investments. I see some uh, avenues of um, of uh, business. I see some uh, ideas uh, that are going to begin to um, move. I see uh, like um, machine wheels beginning to move. And and the Lord says that I, I I'm moving you into the market. And where you've uh, been relegated in some ways uh, just to motherhood, the Lord says that I'm anointing you uh, to move into places in the market and uh, the mountain uh, is yours for the taking. And you have said, Lord, I I can't do that, you know. uh, And you've given all the excuses and the reasons why it can't happen. uh, But the Lord says, no, this is the hour where I've called you to be innovators, And so um, there's an anointing to move into that place and the oil is on um, your life in that area. So Lord, I just bless right now the fire of God right now from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I just speak innovation. I just speak market uh, because you're marked. So Father, I just thank you right now uh, for that in Jesus' mighty name. Let it, glory. Let it begin. Even now. In Jesus' name, right now. Oh, thank you, Lord. You doing all right, Moses? <laughs> hey, his name's not
0: Moses. I'm just, I'm joking. I'm kidding. Hallelujah. My goodness. Whew. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Man, what an awesome anointing here right now.
1: Whatever you need is in the atmosphere. Just, You can reach up and just start to ask Him for it. If you've been believing God for your family members, you've been believing God for something. This is a moment right now in the service where you could reach up and you could just take a hold of heaven and it'll begin it'll begin to rain on you
0: uh right now. Um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. This uh this this
1: Lady right here, you got the moose on. Can you step out in the aisle for me? Um, Just close your eyes and uh, hold out your hands. Um, I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, uh, the fervent prayer of a righteous woman avails much. And... um, I also heard the spirit of the lord say Isaiah 8:11 that your children are for signs and for wonders. And um I feel like uh also uh, there's been some something going on in your left ear. I don't know if this makes sense but there's something like uh like like a contrary wind that has been speaking in your ear, even concerning uh, your children. And, and the Lord says that um, the things that you prophesied over them will not fall to the ground. For um, even Isaiah 55 uh, will be your portion, says the Lord. And so, Lord, I thank you for the anointing uh, moving. I thank you for her children uh, being for signs and wonders. And you're going to be shocked by what God does uh, in the, uh, with your children, uh, the turnaround that transpires. And don't let the enemy lie to you. Uh, in fact, I cut off that wind uh, that, that's been um, lying, uh, lying to you. And uh, the Lord is releasing you from that from that place uh, of of um, it's like a bit of contention in the realm of the spirit. And you're coming into uh, times where uh, your children uh, are going to be at peace. And. The Lord specifically says, Isaiah 54:13, it says, "All thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall their peace be of their children. And um, in righteousness shalt thou be established, and thou shalt be far from oppression, and fear and terror shall not come near you." And so, God is 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 uh, touching your children tonight. God is uh, God is uh, taking them out of that place, and they're going to be obviously taught of the Lord. They were taught of the Lord, but the Lord says every seed that was sown in their life will not fail to produce. And um, I see God raining righteousness down on your family. Does that make sense for you? Is that awesome? Okay. Uh, now just lift up your hands. I'm gonna come lay hands on you. And, and Lord, I just thank you right now. Um, Also, the Lord says, uh, like a priest, I've pierced your ear. Uh, Like a bondservant, you've been pierced through uh, your ear. And uh, as a love slave, the Lord says. And um, he says, I've branded you to him. I've branded you to myself. Uh, No one can take you out of my hand. Your prayers will not fail to be answered. And this is a season where you'll begin to see the fulfillment of the things that you've prophesied, even in the quiet, even in the silent, even in... uh even in the Lord says, even in your singleness, the Lord says that I sanctified you and and I filled you afresh. And this is a season for outpouring. This is a season for blessing. This is a season where things that you've been believing God for to align for you uh, in specific areas. I even see like a journal that's written some things down uh, concerning God. Just some things that you, personal things that you have that you want to see happen in your life. You understand what I mean? So God says, uh, you got it.
0: (laughs) Getting a little drunk. (laughs) Thank you, Lord.
1: Wow. Jesus. Now just lift your hands one more time tonight.
0: Thank you Jesus. now, hallelujah. glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I know that there's some uh
1: that are here tonight that you this may not be uh your local your uh local place of gathering. You might have come from out of town, um, you might have come from different places, but I felt specifically tonight to pray for those. Uh, that um, are connected into this house uh, that, that uh, the Lord has been calling you to um, kind of uh, put your hands more on the plow and begin to help uh, kind of give uh, the ministry a th- greater thrust in this hour. And you've been feeling that in your spirit, man, uh, and you haven't really been able to even express what you've been feeling in your, in your spirit, Uh, concerning that but you just know that there's like a higher level of dedication um, that God is calling you to, but but it's like you need the grace to be able to stand in that because of all the other areas that you're committed to, uh, you know, in your family and in, in your businesses and in your in, in, in your uh, jobs and all these different things. But there's something that God has kind of been provoking you about, and, and the Lord wants to release a special grace upon you to take up that hammer and, and, and the sword and, and begin um, uh, to really step into this ox anointing and begin to plow in this region in a greater way. And so if if that's you tonight, I want to lay hands on you. I just want to lay hands on you. I want to uh, release that tonight. And of course, I have some other things. Uh, the Lord has me on assignment this weekend. I just got to be honest with you. I'm on a direct assignment from heaven, uh, downloaded, you know, uh, just over the last couple days. Even before I got here, the Lord has been speaking to me really about five days out. The Lord's been kind of giving me direction. And today, He, he really being, began to speak to me even when I was asleep. He began to show me some stuff. So I'm here by God's d- direction. I don't go everywhere anymore just to, for, for, for a gig. The Lord, uh, you know, the prophetic ministry is very specific, and the Lord taught me a long time ago, uh, you go where you're sent and that's where you're going to see the, the most uh, uh, breakthrough and you're going to begin to see, um, you know, the most fulfillment. And so I've been very specific to build relationships over the years. And, and I feel like uh, the Lord has me on assignment this weekend and I want to pray for you. So if that's you, now I'm just going to lay hands on you, you and, and I feel this impartation in my right hand tonight. And so if that's you, I want you to get up here right now. Just come up in, in the front and you say, I've been feeling that, Brother Charlie, and I and, and I want to step into this in a greater way in this season, but I need the grace to do it. If that's you, I want you to just come right now. And of course, we have tomorrow uh, and then we have Sunday. You need to invite somebody out that needs a miracle, that needs a healing. I'm telling you, God's going to move all weekend long. If you're watching online, you're within driving, you might be able to fly in, whatever. Come and get in what God is doing. Doing because God has a word for you and and, and uh, the Lord wants to touch you. maybe you're in uh, Minneapolis or you're, you're wherever you're at you can make it here uh, for tomorrow and Sunday. So if you got your hands lifted guys, if you could help me ushers, just stretch them out uh, in one line even if it stretches out you know on the sides or something like that that way I can um, I can just go down and just pray Ushers, I need you to be ready. Uh, those that are watching online, Uh, God is really releasing this ox anointing right now, and it's time to wherever you are, you know, wherever you are committed to locally. You say, well, Brother Charlie, I don't go anywhere locally. Well, you need to find somewhere locally or move to where there's a powerful place because this is not an hour to be uh, a lone ranger. This is an hour to uh, corporately gather and begin uh, to cultivate that anointing because the, uh, the... the richness is found in the cluster of the grapes. And so there's a richness of the anointing that the Lord wants to release. So Father, in the name of Jesus, just lift up your hands. Whew, wow, thank you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory. Now I'm going to pray for you. Uh, you. Don't get up till the Lord's done with you. If I could have somebody come and play also, that would be, that would be awesome. Just kind of uh, some pad or something. Hey, man, I'm feeling the anointing strong tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our anointing's going to come on you and you're going, to, you're, going to, you're going to have that grace. You're going to have that grace, because God's building a city within a city, and He's sanctifying us and separating us for the work. This is a season of multiplication. It's going to multiply. Father, let your glory just begin to saturate us from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. Thank you for signs and wonders manifesting. Lord, thank you for your oil of blessing
0: flowing. Thank you for your oil of blessing. You're worthy, you're worthy. You're worthy, you're worthy.
1: That's it. Just lift your hands into that. Just open up your mouth and just start to worship Him right now. Some of you might even start to get oil in your hands as you're worshiping him. Lord, thank you for that fresh oil. Thank you for that fresh oil right now.
0: Let the oil flow let the oil flow let the oil flow fresh oil I
1: decree and declare over your life Psalm 9210 that fresh anointing that fresh oil like a wild ox coming upon you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet father I thank you for even manifestations of oil Lord coming out of their hands. In the mighty name of Jesus, as a sign of what you're doing, Lord, and that fresh healing anointing that fresh prosperity anointing lord thank you for everything that their hands touch is going to prosper in this hour as they put their hands to the plow and begin to move with your spirit begin to move and they begin to move and work with you lord i thank you that signs and wonders are going to follow them that believe. lord we thank you that they're going to cast out devils they're going to heal the sick lord i thank you for the anointing of blessing coming upon and the the anointing of favor upon everything that their hands touch in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, let the oil flow. Let the oil flow. Let the oil flow. Even let signs and wonders of the oil flow. Lord, let the oil flow out of their hands, Jesus. Oh, my, my, my. As they go to pray, even tonight, let the oil flow. Lord, thank you for that anointing. Like you for the overflow of your blessing. Even those that are watching online, just receive it right now in your home. Psalm 92.10, the fresh oil. Like a wild ox coming upon you. A refreshing in this season. Where there's been stagnation. Where there's been depletion. Where you felt A reduction of the presence of God. I decree and declare, increase now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let that oil flow. That fire be released in your home. Every yoke destroyed because of the anointing. Every barrier broken because of the anointing. Father, I thank you right now for the power of breakthrough through the wild ox, through that ox anointing, breaking us through in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any new messages. To learn more or to get connected with us, please visit us at worldharvestusa.com. God bless you all, and we'll see you next time.